Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Mouth from the South. I'm your host, Pierre. And with me, as always, is our co-host, The Mouth. See? Hello. Hello, hello, Mouth. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. A little rainy outside, you know. I do know. Kind of gloomy, but it's fine. There was some flooding at the uh, airport yesterday that uh, that uh, caused the uh, airport delays again. And it's not even the rainy season. We're not even in the no, it's know, weird. rainy season. Yeah. So if anything. And I don't remember it raining. It wasn't raining that badly. It rained here in Fort Lauderdale. It rained. No, it rains. But I mean, I remember it being like a disaster of rain. It seems like anytime there's rain now, there's a disaster in somewhere here in South Florida. Because, because there's king tides or? Because the water has nowhere to go. Oh, that's yeah. so weird, though. I wow. know. Why doesn't it have anywhere to go? Because we're at or below sea level. The, the, I think the highest low point in the United States is a place called Mount McKinney. And that's on the Alabama-Florida border. And it is 143 feet. Wow. So <laughs> aside from our trash dumps <laughs> down here, which I like to call the bluffs, um, we are at sea level, so the water has nowhere to go. And we continually build and build and build. And it also has nowhere to go because we're surrounded by water on three sides. So it's just like. Right. Our borders. Our borders are. Water and water. water. Yeah. Not, you know. And but that's okay because, you know, we like that here in Florida. We like having water or we like that our state is bordered by water. Well, I think that we like it all. We like the water. We like not taking care of problems. We like to have our governor run for president because oh. the will of the people apparently was for him to sign in that last minute legislating um, yeah. so he could run as, you know, for president as a governor in Florida. Yeah. He signed the bill that benefits himself, that allows him to, to stay in the governorship while still campaigning for president. So he just got to you can always fall back on still being the governor, all the while being paid by Florida's taxpayers while campaigning to, you know, get a better job. Or I don't know if president's <laughs> a better job, but, you know, it's more it'll be more lucrative for this, you know, shady person. That's I, I call them a person because what I really wanted to say was something a little worse. But anyhow. Wow, so, you should say it. Go ahead. No, it's fine. Why I'll say it. Uh, what? Tyrant? That he's an asshole, that he's an, asshole. an animal, that he's a pig. Yeah. He's, he's a fascist. He is a fascist. Yeah. He yeah. is. Um, the, he's never read a book and is a C at best average student from Yale. Yeah. Where I don't believe he did an ounce of work and think he copied off of everyone. And, and then, cheated probably if if he was ever given a test, which he may have not even been given a test. I mean, maybe they just like didn't even care. You should see his pub his announcement. I mean, he he. Why always, would I waste my time? I always notice that he looks so. He, he, he Dumb. Can't suit. Well, he looks like he's wearing his father's suit. He always wears these okay. suits that looks like they're like two sizes too big. And so he doesn't have anyone that would that can dress him. I feel like he's like Trump, where he has no one who can tell him no or that's not good or say something that's like potentially negative. Right. You know, it's all about just like how to keep the animal at bay, I suppose. And his announcement was a shit a show. He tried to do it uh, on uh, 
um, Twitter spaces, I guess. And uh, there was a 25 minute delay. Elon Musk said it was something with the servers. Um, eventually, it didn't go go very well at all. But well, if that's not a sign, then I don't know what is. The sign from heaven. <laughs> it's a sign from the universe. Something's amiss. Right. Don't Those let these fuckers in my house. I know. Can you imagine? I mean, how pathetic do you have to be to literally tell everyone in your mom, like any press related organization entity knew that he was going to be at this time on Twitter announcing his run for presidency. Um, right. You just have to be so pathetic. So pathetic. And the guy that owns Twitter couldn't get it to work. Because, because he doesn't know how to run it. He just knows how to buy companies. He's not like right. a worker. He's not. Right. He doesn't invent things. Right. He's just the CEO. Like he just knows how to buy. Right. You know, people want to equate, equate, people want to equate wealth with, you know, brilliance. Intelligence. Yeah. Intelligence. Yeah. No, no. It's the case. It's actually never often the case. I I mean, it's pretty rare. I wouldn't say never, but it's not very. (laughs) Well, not in his case. Not in a lot of their cases. Yeah. You got rich off the backs of, uh, Miners. God only knows. Miners. Yeah. Miners. Literally miners. Literally miners. Yeah. And miners. So, yeah. It is not a good thing, but whatever. I mean, that's just one schmuck. And just DeSantis schmuck. is another. And I, and now he's unleashed on the nation. <laughs> Hopefully I mean, there's out. no way. I mean, there's just no way. I mean, no one's going, I mean, no one is going to think like this is a genius. I mean, he doesn't even have real press conferences. I mean, how is he going to handle that? As he right. stumbles over every word because he has no fucking idea what it is to run a government or be a leader. He's not a leader. A leader leads people. A leader no. inspires people. No. I mean, he doesn't do any of that. He just passes laws that he doesn't ask us about. Because if he right. got the answer, he wouldn't be happy. Right. So that's not right. a leader. That's right. a dumb dumb. So we've wasted enough time on DeSantis for this episode. We're not going to talk DeSantis anymore today. No, but can we talk about all the other stupid schmucks in this country who are trying to like, like change the child labor laws? I mean, we are like literally one step away from reverting back to cavemen. I'm pretty excited, actually. I mean, it's a part of history I never wanted to really see or live through. But, you know, I'm pretty excited to live through an entire time in history when it sucked to be anyone but a white man. I know. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's and, pretty cool. I mean, you know, and an old I mean, Huckabee Sanders, she's like the schmuck in Arkansas. I'm pretty sure that's where she's from. She's the governor there. She right. just signed into law that um, companies, businesses, whatever, don't have to ask for proof of age for minors, which is really easy to just ignore so that you can hire minors and then be like, I didn't know that was a 10 year old. And pay them um, not even crazy. a living wage. No, not pay them a living wage. I mean, but I guess their whole theory is like, well, they don't need to live on a livable wage because they can work. They're not paying rent. They're not buying groceries. They're maybe contributing to a household. Right. But I guess it doesn't occur to them that if they paid livable wages, they'd get more people in those fields. Stop, you know, making us pay livable wages for restaurants and bars. That's not my problem that you can't afford a livable wage. Oh, my God. Are we talking about the tipping? Tipping? Out of control tipping situation. Out of control tipping. But like, I mean, I get that in bars and restaurants, that's like the the typical. Right. And I wouldn't even mind continuing on with that sort of. But that doesn't mean that you don't get to pay a livable wage. Right. You can still. I mean, even if you paid $17 an hour, 
that still isn't a livable wage and you've got tips on top of it, that would be amazing, I guess. That would be a livable wage. I shouldn't have to subsidize somebody's salary just because their boss doesn't want, or the owner of the company doesn't want to pay them a living wage. And, and we shouldn't have children in these no, places. There's a no. reason why these laws were put into place. I mean, you right. don't have 14-year-olds in bars. That's not really appropriate on any level. I mean, women, adult women barely want to be around drunk men. Can't even fucking imagine what it would be like for a child. But that's good because we don't give a shit about children in this country, which is why mm -hmm. we let pedophiles go free and right. drug dealers sit in jail for the rest of their lives. Yeah, for minor offenses sometimes. So that's cool. I mean, that's cool. So, you know, yay. I mean, and we can have them mining again and working in all kinds of hazardous jobs because we refuse to see the reality, which is you can't keep squeezing the population. Now they're just going to squeeze the children because they don't need an education. I mean, that's not anything no. that they need. They can work until all hours of night because they don't need to go to school. And that's just stupid. Yeah, it's like the early days of the U.S., you know, or back, you know, when immigrants were coming in and. You know, working in factories and, you know, it's just crazy what's going yeah, on. Yeah, which is why, you know, originally unions were put into place and labor exactly. laws were put into place. And yeah. it's really sad when you see an entire country that can't fucking read a book enough to know what history is or watch TV enough to know what history is. Because they don't even bother doing that. Well, you, you know, they're trying to take the books off the shelves. So, yeah, 11 <laughs> fucking people in that group. 11 people. We're able to remove books all across the state of Florida. Right. 11 people, not elected officials. I didn't elect any one of those assholes. I don't even know where they are. Just some who, random fucking who, crazies. Who do they speak for? I mean, are they part of the religion? That's yeah. what we do in a Florida. We speak. It's every man and woman for themselves. Right. Well, every man. And well, these are women, though. Which and is women willing to, but women willing to follow the men. Not free things. Right off a cliff. Right. It's cool. I mean, it's so cool. I mean, soon, like, we can go back to wearing petticoats. And, oh, those would be nice. I, you know, and I can't even wait. Corsets. Corsets. I can't wait. It's going to yeah. be so exciting because when women are still being raped, but we're wearing dresses down to our fucking toes, hmm. do you think they'll still accuse us of what it's what we're wearing? I mean, is that really going to be the problem? Or when a 14-year-old is serving alcohol in a bar and then closes up said bar, but some drunk man rapes her. Right. Is that her fault? Because she was in a bar working? I'm well, so confused. So this is a great transition to a story you were telling me about. Uh, I think it was yesterday. And it has to deal with uh, the sexual sexualization of young girls. So. Well, yeah, you know, there's the constant thing of sexualization of young girls, um, but I'm really fucking tired of uniforms, not uniforms in essence, because I actually think it gives kids an equal standing ground, you know, for school in school. It, you know, focuses them away from clothes, but it doesn't matter because kids, it's, it's what backpack you're wearing, what shoes you wear. I mean, they'll always find something because, right. you know, kids are horrid, but um. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of fucking tired. I'm tired of, you know, my 12 year old having a body essentially like a woman's at this point. I mean, you know, she's we're the same size and clothing. Um, obviously, the way our bodies are shaped are very different because I've had kids and I, you know, I'm in my 40s and that kind of a thing. But, you know, in essence, you know, it's the same. Her body won't change again until she's, you know, again, has kids, basically. Right. Um, 
So it's really disheartening because she wears adult clothing, obviously, and all the shorts. And again, they're not really short. I mean, they're the same size, like, or length, I guess, of shorts that I wear. I don't, and I don't, my vagina's not hanging out and neither is hers. Right. Um, But it's really disheartening when it's like dress down day at school and she just wants to wear fucking running shorts like Lululemon, except these are not Lululemon. Um, And, you know, underneath, yeah, they're a little bit shorter. I get it. Her ass and vagina are still covered, so there's no like body parts mm-hmm. hanging out. Right. Um, and they also have like a additional like short that's like tight to the skin underneath, sort of, so you don't have to wear like more underwear. And I had to come and bring her a change of clothing because they weren't allowed. Like, also when you have long legs, like everything looks so much shorter. Right. That's not fair. And why are we sexualizing these? Little, what are you saying that she can't wear short? I mean, other little boys are not running around being like, oh, my God, I'm so turned on by your upper leg. And if they are thinking that or saying it or whatever, OK, right. then you're turned on. And I mean, so what? I don't really understand why that's an issue. I mean, it's an issue if that boy can't control himself and then feels like he needs to assault my daughter. But right. beyond that, I don't really see why it's an issue. And I don't even think they're getting turned on. So it doesn't really matter anyway. I don't think they're looking at my daughter's upper leg and being like, oh, baby, like that's so hot. I think it's the adults that have the problem. I don't think it's the kids. Right. And, and I don't understand that because why are you fucking looking at my daughter's legs? Exactly. And that's it, weird. It perpetuates uh, sexualized violence against these young girls. Right, because what you're saying is, the message is clear. Girls need to be monitored in everything they wear. Right. Because if not, they're being sluts or hoes, and then it's perfectly acceptable to rape them or assault them because they're already a hoe. Because their shorts are too short, which is not a measurement. It's an opinion of someone who I don't give a fuck about. Nor should anyone else. When did we decide that you're the gospel? Sorry, don't give a fuck. So I don't really know. It grosses me out. I, you know, I've had this conversation at, with the school. I've had this conversation with my daughter. She speaks up for herself, which is wonderful. I, I just, I can't. And then it goes into this whole other story of um, that I was told actually by another mom. Right. Not right. at my, it, actually, they're older kids. They're my son's um, age of 16. Right. Where I found out that her parents punished her because they found out that she was sexting with a boy. And I don't know what they were saying. I don't think nude pictures were being sent or anything. Just, you know, I want to have sex with you, you know, wherever. Um, Or I can't wait to hook up with you or whatever stupid crap they're saying. I don't know. Uh, And even if it was more than that, I don't care. That's perfectly normal for teenagers. It sure is. We weren't doing it because we didn't have cell phones. But if we were, I'm sure we would have been. So I I don't get it. We were passing notes. We were talking to other kids about, you know, people our age about it. You know, I was, you know, we were, I remember being on the teen line. <laughs> yes, I had a teen line. That's how old I That's am. That's funny. <laughs> and, you know, talking to girls around that age, you know, it's like, it, it I just, it's weird. It's weird. So she was punished. I right. don't, her punishment was, you know, she was grounded. I don't, I mean, I, they didn't beat her or anything. I hope not anyway. Um, because of the sexting, because of the hooking up, she was like kind of, you know, sneaking out of her house at 1 a.m. to hook up with him, which is all completely normal behavior for a 16, 15 year old. But let's, um, but let's she didn't hook up. What right. Do you mean? She, she's they not, didn't have sex. Didn't have up. sex. Right. They hooked up. 
Because right. people think hook up, think, you know, they think. Oh, sex. so it, no, it because teens don't think that. Right. So by hook up, I mean, she didn't have sex with him, but they were right. doing whatever. And again, it's not my business what they were doing because it's not. Right. Um. So, yeah. So they found out the parents and they got pretty pissed off. And what I find fucking funny about that is one, the mentality of like, my daughter's a whore. No, she's not. You fucking freak. No. Right. Two, they come, the one of the moms specifically comes from an Orthodox Jewish family, which like every religion, once you, you know, start to really drink the uh, Kool-Aid, it gets a little dicey. It's very controlled. You know, obviously, yeah. you know, it's all about don't have sex before marriage and you're a hoe and, you know, whatever horrible thing they can say about you. Um, you as many babies as you but can. She was removed yeah. from the Orthodox religion. Why? Because she's a lesbian. Oh, so she's allowed to lick vaginas, but she's that her daughter's not allowed to get her vagina licked. Apparently, that's okay. <laughs> okay. That's so weird for me. Right, and so not only does uh, sexualization of, of these little girls, you know, have you know, it gives them identity problems. It also can cause anxiety, depression, and even PTSD. I was reading. And, you know, depression, eating disorders, things like that, self-harm. Yeah. Suicidal but The thought. worst thing that it does is something that just kind of always sits with you is that you are a sexual object. Yeah. That you are an object, that you're solely there for the sexual pleasurement of a man. And it's your fault. And if anything bad happens to you, 100% it's your fault. Right. Because you're supposed to know better or dress appropriately or right. whatever. Right. You turned um, the man on that you, you did it. It was your problem. You are, and rape isn't about turning them on. So that's, I mean, again, it's just perpetuating these ridiculous uh, myths. I, I just don't, right. I mean, when we still have parents in 2023 punishing their daughter and by parents, I mean, two fucking moms. <laughs> it's like, you're what? Like you're supposed to like even have more of an understanding or right. sympathy or something. It's like, were you never 16? And I find this a lot around me. A lot of the parents, it's like, oh, I was never a teenager. So I'm so baffled by their behavior. And I don't get it. I really don't. I really don't get it. But, you know, if she ever watches this and or listens, um, you're a completely normal, healthy teenage girl. And there's nothing wrong with you. So there's that. And so are all the other girls out there who want to have sex or want to hook up or whatever. That's normal. It's normal to want those things. It's completely normal. Yeah. So it's okay for boys to do that or to act that way, but it's not okay for girls to act that way because then they're sluts and hoes and easy right. and, you know, all this, you know, harlot to use a word. <laughs> I almost wish I was being called a harlot. That's it actually so much nicer, right? <laughs> it does sound a little bit nicer. Yeah. I just don't understand. I don't understand this concept at all. I'm so confused. I mean, in a time where we're supposed to be helping and educating our children, I mean, we live in a state where you can't get an abortion after six weeks. And we all know these teenage girls are not thinking about their periods before six weeks when it probably fucking dawns on them or maybe some morning sickness kicks in. So, you know, you would think that you would want to educate your fucking children on how to use birth control. 
because abstinence doesn't work. But again, you have to believe science, which I think is so weird for a lesbian not to believe in, considering the very argument that they constantly made against the gay, transgender situation is that it's not science and that they choose to be that way. Right. So only some science we believe in and then other science we don't. I mean, how does that work in your fucking house, you fucking hypocrite? (laughs) <laughs> and I would love to have the opportunity to say this to this mom right to her motherfucking face because I'm not afraid of her. Well, maybe she'll listen to this. Oh, that's not good enough because I need to see the motherfucking reaction. Uh, well, hopefully. Um, hopefully, as he <laughs> says, mumbling. I did mumble it. I'm hopefully sorry. Hopefully she won't hopefully. fucking kill you. Yeah. What's that? Hopefully she won't kill you when you say it. I don't think she will kill you, but she'll give you a... A what? A nothing. You know why? Because bullies don't like to be fucking put in their place. Right. They have nothing to say. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you laugh? Like, it's fucking true. Holy shit. I mean, if you stand up to a bully, they're like, duh, what? Oh, I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. I mean, and I'm so tired of it and 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 I hate it. I hate it so much that we're still just you know, girls are sluts and boys are heroes. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's. Like, don't educate your kids. That's the way. Yeah. Don't don't even bother. Yeah. Yeah. Send them to work. And don't teach them sex education. Don't teach them. Teach them abstinence. Teach them what it is to go against nature. Such a better idea. Right. And shame them and, you know punish them, send them to the room without dinner, whatever the fuck. (laughs) You think they're denying her dinner? No, I don't think they're denying dinner. Based on their bodies, I definitely don't think that. (laughs) Not her body, you know, parents. Right, I understand. Because I don't look at children's bodies, because that's yuck. That's very yuck. Right. And I, you know, whatever. So... All right, so I was reading something that um, Costa Rica, and you have a friend who is trying to develop in Costa Rica, and I, you know, I've known people that that are trying to develop in Costa Rica, or you know, go there, move there, and buy property. But uh, Costa Rica ranked as Latin America's happiest country in 2023 in a World Happiness Report, whatever that is. <laughs> I mean. Costa Rica is great. I mean, it is beautiful and you have the beach and the rainforest and you can get colder weather up in the mountains. You can get the, obviously the warmer weather down by the shore. Right. It's nice. But but a record influx of refugees from Nicaragua, Venezuela, Cuba, Haiti, Russia, Ukraine is creating trouble in paradise. So says the president Rodrigo Chavez. He said that the situation is getting out of control. So Costa Rica already has about 1 million immigrants, which amounts to about 20% of its 5.1 million population. Okay. And new exiles from Nicaragua, Venezuela, and Cuba are arriving daily. Okay. They're, I guess they're experiencing their own immigration crisis. I don't understand what the problem is though. We've yet to identify the problem other than people are moving to Costa Rica. That's the problem? that the president is facing, that people are moving to his fucking country. Exactly. That's I'm what so confused as to how that's a problem. Yeah. 
He's a former, by the way, he's a former World Bank uh, economist. Economist? Economist. Sorry, I couldn't say the word. But yeah, so I'm so confused as to what the problem is. That there are immigrants that coming. Immigrants in, move there. Are moving into paradise, and it and should be a rich person's paradise, not an immigrant's paradise. Mm -hmm. Apparently, because everyone wants to move to Costa Rica, but I mean, Nicaragua is like, doesn't it border Costa Rica? It does. Yeah. So it's like a hop, skip, and a jump. You know, they just have to walk their little selves right over. Right. Or drive or whatever. I was shocked. I mean, unless they have a big fucking wall. I don't really know. They haven't built a wall yet. It's not no. the United States. Next. What's that? Next, they will, I guess. I don't know. Because so far, I'm not really impressed by this president of fucking Costa Rica. Right. Not really impressed with your hate speech. But thanks for sharing, dumbbell. Why don't you go fucking back to doing something that you know how to do and let everyone else handle the immigrants that are moving to your country that don't seem to be causing any problem other than just moving there. I feel like they're probably just moving through Costa Rica, trying to get somewhere else, you know? I mean, maybe not. I mean, Costa Rica really is a beautiful country. I mean, I feel like if you already speak Spanish, that's a plus. I don't know about affordability, though. I don't really know. Yeah. I know land I know, I know really cheap there. And now, you know, with all the Westerners coming in and purchasing land and things like that, that it's, you know, a lot of developers are there now, you know, building housing and communities and things like that. So, so. these immigrants aren't even living on the streets because there's housing for them. So what was the problem again? Stupid president of Costa Rica. What was that asshole's name? Uh, Rodrigo Chavez. Oh, well. Chavez right away rings a fucking ding ding bell. But Rodrigo Chavez, you're an idiot. Yeah. Maybe he'd like uh, to go work for DeSantis. Yeah, who's he'll strengthen their borders, maybe. When he becomes world the world's president. We said we weren't gonna bring him up again. <laughs> I can't. It's like every moron. I mean, oh my god, it's like a Domino effect of stupidity. I mean, do you remember, I mean, when they would talk about how communism was like inching towards America and it was going to be a domino effect. And once right. one country went communist and we have to fight the communists, we have to fight stupidity because that seems to be literally the only thing that is a domino effect is how stupid and racist and ignorant you can be. Well, I noticed that when Trump got elected and um, everyone, all the other not all of them, but a lot of other world leaders were mimicking his behavior. Oh, they were getting elected and then mimicking, which is even worse. Right, right. Yeah, like a bunch of little freaks. Yeah, so a bunch of followers. Schmuck they from Brazil and... Well, even, what was it, Boris Yeltsin? Is that his name? Or no, who's the guy from not, not Boris Yeltsin? Who's I feel it? like he was from... Um, I, yeah, the guy from England, right? England, yeah, not Yeltsin. Crazy blonde hair. Crazy, yeah, he looked like... Uh, Nick Nolte. Well, he just woke up from a goddamn nap every five minutes. Like, we, I'm sorry, did we wake yeah. you? Yeah. But yeah, it, yeah. I thought I always thought he looked like Nick Nolte to me. Like, it just like he a, does, kind of. Yeah, that Aryan Nation look. You're right. Shoveled look. Listen, and, if you if you see a person in your you know election who looks like Aryan Nation, right. don't vote for them. That's not what you want. Well. Okay, we weren't going to talk about DeSantis again, but that's DeSantis' base are, you know, white supremacists and Nazis and things like that. 
and they which is weird because he's hispanic and he will not denounce them he's he's always sidestepped that you know because he knows for him but no but you know i like the jewish people that vote for fucking desantis those are my fucking heroes and we've seen the rise of nazism and you know that sort of because it worked out so well the first time in the in the around the world though it's it's everywhere yeah no because it again worked so well the first time because again why would we pick up a book and read it or watch a documentary or watch anything how can we when they're these books are being removed from bookshelves and you were telling me earlier today about um, what was the book that you read that got you so infuriated the 1619 project Yeah, that's the one. It it didn't. Yeah, no, it made me hate my country for sure. I hate my country fully. Um, But also it did make me feel bad. It made me feel bad for the people who went through that and who are still kind of going through it. Um, And that's how I'm supposed to feel because it's supposed to invoke empathy so that you don't do it to someone and that you don't allow others to do it. That's in like literally the entire point. It didn't make me feel guilty personally about doing something because I obviously didn't do anything. Right. But it made me have sympathy and empathy for those people. I don't, that's what you're supposed to do. And of course, that's not what these 11 schmucks, um, and DeSantis wants. So, you know, why would they want you to feel bad for the very people they don't want you to even like? Right. Because if you feel bad for them, then you can't hate them. And if you can't hate them, then you can't be distracted. And if you're not distracted, you can finally see what's really fucking going on. And that's scary. So hide the books. (laughs) Well, hide the books you want to keep people. (laughs) I mean, come on the Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. That's a scary book or hey, hey. Mice and Men yeah. or I mean, I just I'm sorry, but these are not books that are scary. Right. I just it, they're good stories. I, you know, people need to know, like, you know, what can happen, especially with The Handmaid's Tale. I mean, that's literally like, it, you know, a showcase of, you know, it only it's like one law, you know, one law gets approved and then they all kind of come tumbling right. down. Yeah, you tried to get me to watch the show. I didn't. I uh, didn't. I mean, I know it's a honestly book. the book. I think is so much better. Right. Um, the show is really great, but the book. I mean, why even bother it's, now? It's dope. Just read the book, and the book's really short. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's. It's. I don't even think it was more than like two hundred pages. I finished it in an afternoon. Yeah, I recently read an uh, an interview with the author Margaret uh, Atwood. Atwood. Yeah, she's a very interesting woman. Um. Full of what? opinions. Have interesting women in this world. <laughs> women well, I mean, no, just, she, she just had she brought she brought up a lot of great points. You know, she has a lot of great ideas, and she sees the world through a different lens. You know, than you know a lot of people. Everyone sees the world through a different lens. It's called perspective. Right. And that's why you need to listen to other people and gain their perspective and stop fighting with them over stuff. Just right. hear what they have to say. Try to think like what they're saying. It's not just, oh, I listened with my ears, but it's also, what does this mean? You know, how does that affect them? You know, what are they hearing? What what happened to them that makes them hear something that might be completely innocuous to you actually, right. you know, trigger them? Like, of course, people have different life experiences. And that's the point of getting to know someone is that 
you can learn all those things about them. Am I boring you? No, uh, work sometimes gets in my way. <laughs> Whatever, work, sucker. <laughs> I'm a sucker for working. Listen, I'm a journalist. Can't they just shut up? Nothing's happening today. Shut up. Journalism. When, 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 oh. when, when they can actually start doing things that show me that they actually pay attention to what's going on in the world and they don't just like ask kiss the latest politician, then I'd have more concern for them. But I don't because they do. Well, what the people need to understand is that there is a difference between like reporters and opinions, uh, uh, opinion makers. Well, there so, should be, except right. all journalism now has become just about opinions. Well, a lot of the lines were blurred by Fox and CNN and things like that. Where you don't know what, what is an opinion and what is actual facts or news reporting and news gathering, you know, so like columnists, people like that, editorial board, that's all opinions. And then you know, you need to look at the by byline and see what that person is. If they're an actual reporter, they're assigned to that beat, then there it's probably- Or, and call me crazy, yeah. but editors could edit the yeah. actual fucking shit they're supposed to. It does pass- So that when you editor. see an opinion, you right. remove it. Right. It or does you say to that reporter, you know, this is kind of very opinionated. Like, let's try to back up and, you know, rewrite it and just tell the facts. You know, yeah. the things they're supposed to learn in journalism school. Well, you know, when we... Uh, but they don't go to journalism school, I don't think. When young reporters would come in or people would intern with us, they would sit with an editor and the editor would, you know, they'd write a story. We'd send them out to write a story and then they'd come back and then, you know, we'd sit with the editor. They would sit with the editor and the editor would go through the story. And so, you know, you need to take this out. You need to take that out. This is an opinion. This is this and this and this. And so the teaching continues. But I don't know now that, you know, companies like my company where they're slashing staff and there's less editors and more reporters and there are less uh, people that can, you know, check and, you know, and go through the story. So, you know, it's just it, we've been decimated by, you know, corporations who just want to turn a profit. And so, you know, it's harder and harder to do the work of a journalist now because, you know, we it's don't- It's weird. Why don't they just stop fucking hiring all these reporters then? No, they should stop hiring. They should, right. <laughs> well, they have editors. I mean, uh, you know, not for nothing, but it doesn't seem like anyone in your fucking industry works. And by industry, I don't mean our industry. I, I really mean your workplace your specific industry, your very specific situation. They don't seem to fucking do a goddamn thing. They I mean, do. I shouldn't have to fucking edit your fucking work. The problem Not is, is that- I mean, you know, what gets posted, I shouldn't have to edit it. The problem is, is that they want us to do more with less. And so they stretch it out where editors have to edit from, you know, they have to edit not just locally, but, you know, all the, papers everywhere all over the country and I think we have like 30 newspapers or something like that so and then there's like these editing hubs and and so a lot of stuff falls through the cracks now and it's more is the responsibility is, is put on the journalist or the you know the reporter to make sure you got it right and but you know sometimes things will get posted and then they'll get you know you go back and you fix it later after you know oh somebody noticed an error and then you go back and fix it later on but that's not the way it should be. 
but that's just the way, you know, companies have decided that they want to run their business because they don't want to pay, you know, and then they want to bring in people that are cheaper. You know what I think is so weird though? Like with all this online stuff, I mean, you don't need like to have these like printing presses anymore. I mean, well, that's like don't. not anything you need. So it seems so odd that journalists, like real journalists, don't start their own goddamn newspapers. Right. Well, they do. They do podcasts. They that's do not a newspaper. That's a podcast. And a podcast is typically your fucking opinion. I'm talking about real right. fucking newspapers, real journalism. Right. Write it up. Type it up into your little computer. I don't really know. It's so hard. I really don't. Right. But they don't, it doesn't seem like they really want to. It seems like everyone's very cushy in their job and they don't really want to rock the boat or do any goddamn work. Well, because we're always facing layoffs. And I mean, not, right. the, not, That's the, the, problem. not the management, but the, the workers are always facing layoffs. And, you know, and then. So it's weird that the managers don't step up and say, hey, you know, we yeah. need more staff. We unionize. We need more editors. Yeah, we unionize, but then, you know, the union oh, didn't do much. Because oh, I'll tell you what they did. They fucking took your pension. They yeah. Fucking yeah. put it in the stock market. That's what they got a hold of. They sure did. <laughs> yeah. Like they, everybody else. Just like, I mean, yeah. The insurance company. They told a song and a dance to a bunch of morons who were like, this sounds good because we're only journalists. So we don't know anything about our fucking history. Right. Why would we learn that? Sounds right. really good. Well, I think that's a show. <laughs> We got a little bit in the weeds on journalism here. Well, because it's all one big thing. I mean, it really is. I mean, people like DeSantis, you know, have a mouthpiece because we allow him to. We right. stop fucking paying attention. He'll go away. The more attention you give him. Right. You know, I mean, if you can't fucking report facts and only not a voice your opinion, that's a problem. Yeah. Because we're not getting news. We're getting everyone's opinion. And. Your opinion doesn't matter. Right. Nobody gives a shit about you. Facts are important, people. Make sure you self-importance much. Yeah. All right. So that's the end of our show. It is. Thank you for listening and watching. We, we remind you that we are on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, Amazon Podcast, uh, YouTube. We encourage you to rate, review, subscribe. Unsubscribe, resubscribe. I encourage you to do that. She doesn't. I don't even know why. If you're unsubscribed, I, mean, I don't even get it. It, it changes the numbers. Um, I mean, so, it, I'm not actually, change the number? I say I don't it even... as a joke. I just say it as a joke. Please subscribe, rate, review, leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Give us, uh, you know, let us know if you'd like us to talk about anything in particular. Let us know if you hate us. Because we'd love to hear that too. And maybe yeah. we'll read some of your comments. Yeah, I would love to hear what people have to say. Yeah. So until then, I'm Pierre, and that's the mouth. Hi. And, and bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs>